0: Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1596, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions, and I answer them for you. Now, once a month, usually on the first Q&A episode of the month, I mention a bit about my background and my credentials, so you can better understand where my perspectives come from. And given this is the first Q&A of the month, and first Q&A of the new year, it's time. Now, while I had always been obsessed with Batman, I wasn't always interested in nutrition, exercise, health, and wellness but being diagnosed with a chronic disease at the age of 19 definitely changed my life's purpose. It was then I decided to focus my attention on helping others so that no one else had to experience a chronic disease diagnosis like I did. But in order to do that, I wanted to be sure I had some credibility. Now, this is not meant to be a humble brag, but instead, gain your trust. I received both my master's and doctoral degrees in public health. And to really cover all of my bases, I also became a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. I've been actually teaching in higher education for over 14 years, and I'm currently faculty within the California State University System. I've published peer-reviewed studies, presented at national conferences, and have been interviewed by over 70 different media outlets for my expertise on basically all the stuff I discuss on this podcast. So, all of this to say that when I provide my commentary after each episode and answer the questions you send in like today, I hope you feel as though it's coming from a place of truth. My only intention is to help you feel your best. And with that, let's finally get to today's question as we optimize your life. Today's question came via email. Anonymous writes, I'm a vegetarian and I'm wondering about some ways to get a decent amount of protein in when trying to lose some weight. For me, that's about 1,400 calories a day and I weigh 140 pounds. I am moderately active with cardio and a little strength training. Thank you so much for taking the time to send me your question. Now, because you mentioned you are a vegetarian, I do need to discuss a little bit about plant-based proteins. They are usually poorer quality when compared to animal-based proteins. Now, this is because plant-based proteins are not considered complete proteins. What this means is they're missing some essential amino acids. Okay, bear with me here. Imagine you're putting together a puzzle, one of those large thousand-piece tabletop puzzles with a picture of a beautiful lush landscape in the foreground and a gray medieval castle in the background. You're getting close to finishing this masterpiece. And that dreaded moment comes around where a third of the puzzle isn't finished and you realize you only have 10 puzzle pieces left sitting in the box. Uh Uh-oh. Well, imagine all those puzzle pieces, the ones that are connected and the ones remaining in the box are amino acids. And the unfinished puzzle is, let's say, your biceps muscles. The body won't be able to complete That beautiful puzzle, or maintain or repair your biceps, unless we find more of those missing pieces. Or put another way, until we find those missing amino acids. Plant based proteins are like this giant tabletop puzzle with missing pieces. So let's move away from this analogy and use a reality based example. Eating a slice of bread or a bowl of rice alone won't give you all the amino acids your body needs to build and maintain muscle. Now, while this sounds like terrible news, it actually isn't a dire situation. I'll repeat something that was published in a medical journal that sums up why plant-based proteins aren't a problem. Quote, There is no need to consciously combine different plant proteins at each meal as long as a variety of foods are eaten from day to day because the human body maintains a pool of amino acids which can be used to complement dietary protein. End quote. Okay, what does that all mean? Well, it turns out that as long as we consume a diet that includes different sources of plant based proteins, the body will figure out how to combine them and use them to support the health and growth of, say, your biceps. Now, you may have heard someone blurt out if you're going to eat rice, you better be sure you're going to eat beans along with it, otherwise, you're not going to get enough protein. Well, if that happens, tell them to mind their own business because that's incorrect. Going back to my puzzle analogy, remember, I said each puzzle piece is like an amino acid. And remember, they come together to form that beautiful landscape. Well, the body knows how to put together amino acids, just like you figured out how to put together a puzzle. If there are enough pieces in the box, your body will finish the puzzle on its own. And so long as you're eating a variety of plant-based foods, you will have plenty of puzzle pieces. Now, back to your original question how to get in a decent amount of protein to help with weight loss. For those that are vegetarians and looking to maintain or even lose weight, most studies have found that there's no need to increase daily protein intakes above what's recommended for those that eat animal products. But if you're hoping to lose weight, it could be helpful to increase your protein intake to help reduce feelings of hunger throughout the day. My recommendation would be to use a free tracking app to see how much protein you're already getting each day. Now, this app won't give you an exact estimate of how much protein you're getting each day, but it's a starting point. I would think about using the app to track food intake for at least three days to get a clearer picture of how much protein you're averaging each day. Most apps will not only calculate how much protein in grams you're consuming each day, but also the percentage of calories that are coming from protein each day, along with carbs and fat. See if you can get that percentage of calories coming from protein to hover around 25 to 30% each day. If you're consuming about that much protein each day, that's a good way to help you make sure that you're on track. Now, how can you make sure that your protein intake each day hits that target? Well, when you sit down to a meal, eat the protein-rich foods first and the carb-rich foods last. Any snack that you consume should contain some protein too. For example, if you're snacking on carrots or an apple, which are high-carb, low-protein, have some nut butter with it, which is high-protein. These little modifications should help you reach that 25-30% to 30% of calories from protein goal each day. Oh, and definitely continue with the cardio- Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you so much for sending me your question and I wish you all the best as you continue on your journey. Now, if you want your question answered right here on the show, be sure to send one in. You can email one to health at oldpodcast.com. If you want to send in an audio question, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask to record right from your computer. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61 I love All right, that's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. I hope you have a great start to your weekend, and I'll see you back here tomorrow